views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back for those of you that were listening to the show, the last hour of the show. Boy, it just keeps getting better and better and better. Uh, We are going to be talking about second wind here in a minute, and I'll tell you all about that. But before I do, I just want to say hi to Mr. Benny. Hey, Mr. B. Hey there. Might be good as usual. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. How does it get any better than this? Yummy. (laughs) Yummy. It's already lunchtime? Well, for some of us. It's got to be lunchtime. It's got to be something going on here. I want to thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. You know, I love getting to chat with folks that are bringing a powerful, powerful transformative message out into the world. And that's my guest, Dr. Bill Thomas, joining me here today, the author of Second Wind, Navigating the Passage to a Slower, Deeper, and More Connected Life. Oh, did you think it wasn't possible? Well, we're going to get to have that conversation, you know, with Bill uh, during this hour today so that we can look at, you know, what is it that pulls us forward in life? You know, what is it about the changes that happening that happen to us as we go through and become more seasoned in this world? You know, Dr. Bill Thomas is an author, entrepreneur, musician, teacher, farmer, and physician. He is doing so many things. But, you know, his area uh, that he loves most to explore is the terrain of human aging. You know, best known for his healthcare system innovations, he is the founder of a global nonprofit, and we'll tell you all about that in a minute, which works to improve the care provided to older people. Now, let me just tell you something I, before I even get started here. Um, Unless you have had an experience in the world where either you or a loved one uh, in their seasoned years has had an experience with care, you're probably not going to know the in-depth essence of what's happening in the world today. But like most of us, we are aging, our parents are aging, our grandparents are aging. And so what is the state of affairs? You know, the mo- this in, in, Bill, in Dr. Bill's most recent novel, Second Wind, you know, it helps boomers. That's the term we're using. Those those Woodstock people, uh, those of us that uh, did the Woodstock thing, navigate the passage to a slower, deeper and more connected life. Uh, we're also going to talk with him, you know, about his latest play, y- you know, and and beyond all of that, 
there is an underlying message that has to do with honoring, honoring life at every age. And so we're so thrilled to have him join us here today. Dr. Bill, thanks for joining the show. Great to have you here. It's so wonderful to be invited and to be uh, with you and have the time to talk about things we care about. Well, you know, part of this is really, you know, for those of you out there, if you want to find out more about uh, what what I was just talking about, you can go to uh, changingaging.org. Go ahead and check it out, changingaging.org. You're going to see a lot of information out here. Dr. Bill Thomas, for sure, uh, has been very, very, very alive and well bringing a message to the forefront. I, I want to ask you before we talk about, you know, the book uh, in, in more detail, you know, what I always like to find out, what was it about you, your own journey, your life that caught your attention around this topic? What was it, uh, Bill? What, what was well, it that grabbed I, you? I, I actually was really very lucky to grow up uh, surrounded by older relatives and uh, without ever anybody ever teaching me or me ever really understanding it, uh, I just came to understand that uh, old age was an important part of life and that older people were an important part of my life. And so, uh, you know, I, I wound up kind of going to college and going to medical school, and the, the specialty that most attracted me, I think, really was geriatrics. Mm-hmm. I think partly because of my early start in life that I I just got going as a young person thinking that old people were pretty cool and yeah. pretty wonderful and I wanted to be with them and be part of part of their lives. So I think that's that's what put me down the path. Really, my own elders kind of set me on the path for this. You know, it's really fascinating that we're talking about that because I, too, related to that. You know, I grew up with some really, really cool grandparents, right? Ah, you know, really? I, I did. I mean, so but where, I never where really we, thought about it. Where were you age. living and where were they living? I mean, uh, where, they where... lived in that. Well, they're from Italy uh, and ah. our whole family moved to the Bronx in New York. But that didn't ah. change their lifestyle. Right. You know, my, my grandfather still grew herbs and so forth. So I really thought... These are really cool people. But yeah. somewhere along the line, don't you think that aging became unpopular in this country? Or is that just me? No, I think, I think the Americans have um, a, a kind of strange, double, uh, uh, ambivalent, double opinion about aging. On the one hand, most older people are pretty positive about the older people in their own family, mostly, and the, people, the older people they know well. And if you just talk to people about older relatives, they're often, not always, but very often, they're, they're like, yeah, that's really great. You know, my grandpa is really great. But on a general level, when you talk about older people in general or aging in general, there's a lot of, quite a lot of negativity and indeed even prejudice against, against older people. Prejudice for sure. I mean, prejudice in a whole lot of ways. I mean, you know, when you when you mention prejudice, you're not just talking about, oh, I'm, you know, I'm looking at an elderly person and I, and I think blah, 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 blah. You know, we have some judgments that we make about them right. that aren't necessarily true. Yeah. So, so, you know, stereotyping and prejudice is really what happens when uh, people make gen- conclusions, draw conclusions about individuals based on their membership in a group. 
So if, and this is, I think, a terrible thing, if you, if you look at a young woman and you say, oh, she's probably not good at math, that's prejudice. I mean, there's no reason to know that she is or isn't good at math. You don't know, uh, but you're just using uh, a stereotyped attitude. Well, with aging, there are a lot of prejudices about older people. So, you, you know, people see an older person and they assume things about that person that very likely could be false. And this is something we have a lot of work to do to change uh, that kind of stereotyping and prejudice. You know, let's talk about how you bring this to the forefront in the book. You know, mm-hmm. and for those of you that are wondering what I'm referring to, I'm referring to the book Second Wind, Navigating the Passage to a Slower, Deeper, and More Connected Life. Uh, Dr. Bill Thomas joining me here, uh, my very special guest. You know, there are a number of things that you, you talk about in, in, in the book, uh, everything from denialism, you know, to what it really means uh, to, to have that opportunity, you know, that second wind. And I, I wanted to, to ask you this question. As you were writing this, did you have any surprises along the way for yourself? Um, I think I did. Uh, one, I think the biggest surprise is that um, older people uh, really, uh, you know, I, I always had the idea that older people had a lot of differences in how they looked at the world, and my research just confirmed it in a way that went way beyond what I had imagined. And what here's an, here's an interesting thing for your uh, uh, listeners to think about. If you want to pick a population of people who are really diverse in their outlooks and really diverse in their opinions and attitudes and how they live, you would not pick young people. You would pick <laughs> old people. Old people are a much more diverse population than young people are. Young people are actually much more conformist, if you want to put it that way, uh, than, than older people are. So what, what I discovered in my research was that I had a lot to look forward to, a lot to look forward to in terms of um, continuing to grow and learn and change my own attitudes and beliefs. Well, you know, I, one of the things that I wanted to, you know, talk with you about is, you know, what happens when we take a population of people that is, you know, enormous in terms of longevity right now and in terms of their presence in the world. You know, what happens when we look at ageism and have it become not only one of the most vulnerable places to be in our life, but also one of the places where it's very, very difficult to get any support uh, from, the, from the general population about aging with dignity. We're going to take a short break and we come back. We're going to be talking with, you know, Dr. Bill Thomas about Second Wind, but we're going to talk with him about, you know, the, beyond the challenge. Uh, we need to look at what the future could be like. What is it that we're doing now that is not going to serve or optimize the talents we have of people all ages in life, but especially for those of us that are getting worse seasoned every day that passes. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.
Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Transformation Talk Radio's amazing hosts span from the Pacific to the Atlantic coast with a world full of loyal fans. What's stopping you from joining our clan? Bring your powerful message to listening ears. We've been helping people do this for many years. Want to make a difference? We can help you out. Just give us at Transformation Talk Radio a shout. It's easy to get started with an email so small to host at TransformationTalkRadio.com and then we'll give you a call. Tired of traditional talk? People pontificating about this or that, the left or the right. Sometimes the truth is just all lost in the noise. Tune in each week to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, as nationally known guests talk about what's important to you, your life, your concerns, and your success. Tune in and turn on to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher. Visit ChuckGallagher.com for more information. Wondering how to play the game of life and actually win? Stop wondering and start winning the game of life with the unique, incomparable Lynn Brown. Lynn takes everyday aspects of life and infuses them with the magic of soul and passion to help others. She wants to help you next. Lynn offers a myriad of spiritual healing from chakra clearing, aura healing to even corporate and business readings. Bring your game face and visit letter R, letter U, Intuit.com or call 844-LETTER-B-INTUIT. Listen to the Yo! Andrew News Talk Show every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. More info where to listen? www.yoandrewnts.com slash listen. Don't get your message lost in the mail. Email us with this address, yoandrew at yoandrewnts.com. How about tweet Yo! Andrew at andrewtweetgeo. Taking a picture is easy. Instagram us today at yoandrewnts. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Welcome back. If you want to find out more about Bill, you can go to changingaging.org, changingaging.org. And boy, don't we need to do that. Uh, also, he is, he's been doing a lot of traveling, taking the message out into the world. Second wind, navigating the passage to a slower, deeper, and more connected life. Um, I wanted to you know, I wanted to talk with you a little bit because, you know, slower, deeper and more connected life. I mean, we don't always look at, you know, our aging population and think deeper and more connected life, you know, because if we did, then maybe we would have a different conversation to have with our aging communities. 
Um, where did the ageism come from in our country? Because it's not like this in other countries, right? But we well, definitely have something going on here, Bill. Yeah, it's, I think that a lot of it has to do with the story we tell ourselves about the, the life cycle, the story yeah. that we, we believe about life. And if I were to summarize sort of the American story about a, 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 a life, it's this. You start off kind of, you know, as a child, uh, learning, full of possibility, ready, raring to go, and you um, enter into adulthood. And what we're taught is that the peak of experience, the peak of value, the peak of beauty, the peak of worth, the peak of productivity, the, the, the apex of life is adulthood. And then, and then time goes on and people start to, uh, we even have a phrase for it in American English, they start over the hill, and they're no longer as strong and fast and aggressive and productive as they used to be. Yeah. And we measure we measure this new part of life that we're talking about, this over-the-hill part of life, as one of decline and loss. And we become, in essence, I'm telling the story that our culture tells us, right. we, we become uh, uh, less beautiful version of our younger self, a less uh, successful version of our younger self, and that's the story. And my whole work and the book, the Second Wind book, is all about telling another story, a different story, that actually looks at that uh, the completion and the fullness of life as, as the time of maximum growth and worth and wisdom and value. It's not adulthood, it's elderhood that we should really aspire to. You know, one of the things also that, you know, you have to be struck by, as I think many people are, um, you know, the whole cosmetic arena of, mm. of life, everything from makeup to plastic surgery and other kinds of surgeries, um, you know, ha- has really stepped out in the forefront. Uh, and what I mean by that is it's not just, you know, old school days used to be, okay, go get a facelift and there you are. Now there are a million and one <laughs> ways, right, yeah, to, right, to get right. some kind of lift. You know, uh, there, there are over 14 million cosmetic plastic surgery procedures. Did you know that? I did not know that. There you go. And, you know, let's we're striving for something. You know, $12 billion were spent uh, on surgical and non-surgical procedures in 2013. Now, I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that that's being done by people that are more seasoned, the aging population. But there Mm -hmm. is something that we don't believe we are. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you, is it getting any better for the aging community? You know, are we getting our self-esteem back, uh, Bill? Or uh, actually, there's so so this I, we were saying in the first segment yeah. of the show uh, about differences and and how I was discovering differences in attitudes. You actually just put your finger on what my research showed was the biggest difference. So there's there are um, there's a, a, a pretty significant, as you, you saw the numbers you just gave, yeah. a pretty large and significant part of American society that's in denial about aging. They, for, well, I don't care what, how old they are, if they're 22 or 42 or 62 or 82, people in this group don't believe in aging. 
they don't want to age, and they're willing to take sometimes pretty radical steps to try to uh, uh, erase or try to erase the uh, effects of aging. But there's an, we know this group, but there's another group, and this group really gives me a lot of hope, and uh, I call this group the enthusiasts. And right now, listening to the show, there are people out there who actually are going against that dominant narrative that we were talking about, and they are enthusiastic about their own aging. They, they see their aging as a time of growing developing, changing, learning, expanding, um, uh, a time of discovery, of new challenges, and they would not want to be 17 years old again. Mm -hmm. Uh, They like being the age they are. And these enthusiasts are actually the core of what I think is going to be ultimately going to become sort of an aging revolution in the United States. In a good way, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally good way. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to talk about a couple of things in, in the book, Second Wind, but but I mm-hmm. have to tell you, I was struck. I went, you know, I, I read the books and then I go to the <laughs> websites and I look at what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and I and I want to I want to ask you two things. The first thing I want to do is I, I would love to read one of the things that you've posted on your website, if I could. Okay, Sure. Uh, it you know, and for those of you out there, go to changingaging.org, okay? And when you get there, um, there's going to be something called I Tried, I Failed. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to read this because mm-hmm. if this doesn't I, – I hope I can read it without crying because mm-hmm. many, many, many of us have been in mm-hmm. this situation, mm-hmm. and it is horrific. So let's just read it for a minute. It says, my mm-hmm. mother Tilly's problem is that she is alone. My brother warehoused her in a place with just six beds filled with nearly comatose patients. He has the power to do this. He has her power of attorney. He has her house and all of her property. After months of listening to my mom scream and beg to be let out of this hell he's placed her in, I made one more try to communicate with my brother, telling them they need to get her into another place. In response, I get this from my brother. You are blocked. No more emails will go to that address. I can't call him, can't text him. He is leaving my 91-year-old mother to rot in a tiny house alone with dementia, and there is nothing anyone can do about it, absolutely nothing. It is the most helpless feeling I've ever had in my life. I'm angrier at my brother than I've ever been at anyone. That anger will last the rest of my life, no matter how long it is. I know that. But there's nothing I can do. I tried. I failed. I failed my mother. Whoa. I mean, I wanted to have you talk a bit about that because the pain of what resonates from that, just that brief letter, is really symbolic for a lot of stuff going on right now, Bill. It's sad. Yeah. So... Here's a, like we were talking about adulthood earlier, mm-hmm. and the thing about adulthood, in, for most people in American society, is that adulthood is full of choices, and uh, lots of choices about where to live, what kind of work to do, who to be with, uh, I mean, how to spend one's time, how to spend one's money. Uh, it's just, you know, pretty much choices, uh, you know, morning, noon, and night. And in American society... 
older people, one of the most important things that older people are denied or that is removed from them is choice. And here's the, here's the difficulty. Here's the problem. Choice is the, the bedrock of freedom, the bedrock of liberty, the bedrock of, of well-being, and that to live one's life without choice is a peculiar and I, I think in many ways quite terrible kind of suffering. So, uh, you know, when in, in whatever the particular situations that people face, and everybody's story is different, uh, one of the most important things we can do uh, on behalf of the older people we love, one of the most important things we can do is help create and maintain choice in their life. Um, and I'll say one last thing, and I, I, I know I'm going on a bit, but this is really important. Um, there's also uh, a thing that's pretty well known where if a person is diagnosed with dementia, in our society, that they immediately lose basically all choice. And as a doctor, I can tell you that um, people who are living with dementia actually can make lots of choices. Uh, they are able to choose many things. And so in even for and including the people living with dementia, the keystone to a good old age is to maintain elements of choice in where you live, how you spend your time, how you spend your money, you know, what what you are going to uh, contribute to the world. Well, one of the things I want to talk to you about when we come back, uh, and you talk about this in the book, you, you had me on the edge of my seat, actually, when I was reading it. We're going to talk uh, with uh, Dr. Bill Thomas when we come back about the dirtiest five-letter word. You ready? The dirtiest five-letter word. What do you think that is? The dirtiest five-letter word, as he so brilliantly points out in, in his book, Second Wind. We're going to take a short break, everyone. And like I said before, if you want to find out more, go to changingaging.org. Go ahead and check it out. But what do you think? What do you think the dirtiest five-letter word might be? Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The Women of Wisdom Fall Festival is right around the corner. Join them at the North Seattle Community College Conference Center October 11th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free admission. Festivities include a silent auction, healers, educational booths, delicious food, and a variety of vendors. Don't miss this fun-filled event. For more information, visit womenofwisdom.org. That's womenofwisdom.org. See you there. Laura Longley is on a mission to remove stuckness from your life for good and replace it with happiness. Tune in Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Laura Longley Show, where authentic change takes flight. Say yes to that inspired you and goodbye to your stuckness as Laura and her guests deliver powerful ways to work through common problems in this fun and unique hit show. 
Get sophisticated with David and Philip Zarza. David and Philip touch on topics such as human potential, spirituality, pop culture, and purposeful living. Experience an insightful reading from David on what the universe has in store for you. Or reconnect with a departed loved one. Philip can look into an issue or anything else you may be dealing with. Go to GetSophisticated.com. That's S-O-P-H-I-S-T-I-G-A-Y-T-E-D.com. Or call 206-420-8660. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Hey, everybody, welcome back. As I said before, I'm so thrilled to have Dr. Bill Thomas joining me here today. You know, Changing Aging is the website, Exploring Life Beyond Adulthood. Uh, Second Wind is uh, the title of the book. So for those of you out there, you know, there's lots for you to check out, find out. Uh, and, you know, I, you know, I love, Bill, how you've taken a very, very trying, challenging conversation and really bringing it to the forefront. So thank you for all that you do. Thank you so much. I'm having fun. Cool. Hey, in the book, you talk about the dirtiest five-letter word. Now, I'll tell you, before I read on to find out what it was, um, I tried to guess. And uh, I wasn't even remotely close. I wow. wanted to ask you to talk with us, if you don't mind, about the dirtiest five-letter five word, what it is, and why you consider it to be the dirtiest five-letter word. All right. Cool. Well, <laughs> you know, my, I, have, uh, I find joy and passion in exploring the terrain of later life and exploring what it means to enter into this new life phase and to to, um, you know, to really get the most out of it. And that makes me very alert to how our culture speaks about older people and how, uh, what, what, how people, the kinds of words they use and the kinds of meanings they express when they're talking about older people. And I, uh, a few years ago, my ear picked up uh, when I was in over, I have to admit, overhearing a conversation in a restaurant and uh, two people were talking about someone who was not present, uh, and it was an older person they were talking about. And the one person was just gushing with, oh, you know, Henry? Oh, you know, Henry's 86, and he still drives. Ah. 
And what got me was the word still. Yeah. And I realized that well, there was a whole universe of meaning being expressed in that sentence. And here are the two main ideas. One, an older person is admirable and respectable and worthy of praise, mainly to the degree that he or she emulates the behavior of a young person. <sighs> so um, somebody who's still doing something, say working or driving or uh, hiking a mountain or what, well, what doesn't matter what it is, it, what we're really saying is this old person is admirable because this old person is like a young person. The second thing I realized as I played around with this is if you take the word still out of the sentence, the sentence still makes perfect sense. So, for example, Henry, oh yeah, my friend Henry, he's 86, he drives. I don't, I don't actually have to use the word still to communicate the meaning. I'm, instead, I'm communicating something about aging and about older people, and it's not pretty. So uh, mm. what happens, and this is the third point I'll make, and I'll, I'll toss it back over to you, Dr. Pat. Sure. But um, the third point is people, older people internalize this, and they come to believe that the only way to gain respect or to gain status is to, quote, still, and then fill in the blank, whatever. You know, I, I, I still jog right. every morning, or whatever it is, doesn't matter. And I actually think that leads a lot of us astray, and that we'd all be a lot better off if we, instead of trying to maintain uh, symbols of youth, uh, to you know, avoid criticism. If we instead started to explore the virtues of age, and and that's pretty rare, unfortunately, in American society. So here is the thing that I love about this. You know, when I think, it, well, I really I was shocked when I saw the word "still," and then I started to think about it. You know, a little bit there, and I started to think about really how we use that word, and sometimes in in jest, and sometimes not. You know, my dad still can play cribbage, you know, or my dad, you know, still can play golf or I mean, it is really and then we go on and on and on with the language of what that means. And you're right. You know, we are really value based on how well we do emulate uh, a mm -hmm. younger group or a younger population. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, the other thing also that you talk about is denialism. And I would love for you to chat with us about the meaning of that. Well, you know, uh, in one of the things, as you know, and I write about in the book is uh, something I call the iron law. And the iron law, meaning you can't be broken, the iron law is that if you wake up tomorrow morning, you're going to be one day older than you are today. And that's fascinating to me. Uh, the idea that uh, this iron law cannot be broken. It doesn't matter how rich you are, how poor you are, how strong you are, how beautiful you are, how uh, just insert anything you want in there. doesn't matter. If you wake up tomorrow morning, you're going to be one day older. Mm -hmm. And so there are people in our world and in our society who are just eager to break that iron law. They, they want to live in a world where instead of growing older, they grow younger. And, and here's the thing, and 
I mean, I, I'm a big fan of technology. I'm a doctor. I love medical technology in particular. Um, it saves people's lives. It's wonderful. But let me point out, in the history of the planet, there has never been one single human being who has ever grown young. Not one. So, you know, I, I know that, you know, with uh, medical technology, I can help people see better. I can help them have better balance. I can help them have less pain. There's a whole bunch of stuff I can do, but I can't make anyone younger, and nor, nor can anyone else. So these people who are in denial about aging are actually kind of rebelling against their own human nature, against really who they are, and who they are is a person who's one day older every morning. And what I argue for in Second Wind is, if that's true, and we are all going to wake up one day older, why not get into it? Why not explore it? Why not love it? Why not embrace it? Because you're not going to change it. Uh, denial of aging mm -hmm. doesn't change aging. And I'll, I'll, I'll say one last thing, if you don't mind. Yeah. Is, um, yeah. Sometimes people will... You know, you know, if you travel around the country and you, you do a lot of talks and stuff like I do, you know, you will wind up talking to people who are in the denialist camp. And um, sometimes people will come up to me after and say something like, well, you know, Dr. Thomas, I'm just not interested in aging. And I have to suppress the desire to say, oh, yes, but in aging is interested in you. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's a real Halloween trick or treat right there, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, part of this, people used to think, and let's let's chat about this for a minute. People used to think, okay, wait a minute, the whole aging thing is so really uh, is so closely associated with dying. But I think we've really rethought this. Um, the idea of aging may or may not be hooked into dying. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to talk with you about that because I actually believe it's hooked into our pop culture. It's hooked into what we're, you know, what can we, what pill, potion, or lotion can we buy? So, uh, you know, so uh, 50 is a new 40, 40 is a mm -hmm. new 30, 30 is a new 20, right? 70 yeah, is my, a new 50. I, I, always, I always love to tell people 50 is the new 50. <laughs> so, you know, it's like I've got good news. 50 is the new 50. And and you were talking about the pills and potions. Uh, look, if you are uh, brought up, uh, you know, raised in an ageist society like ours, and you want to avoid being discriminated against based on your age, and you have a, even an ounce of common sense, you're going to do simple things that will, you know, take away some of that discrimination. I'll give you an example. I had a good friend of mine, uh, a really uh, pretty high-powered healthcare executive, quite successful in her chosen career, who decided to uh, stop dyeing her hair and let it go its natural color, which for her mm -hmm. happened to be silver. She uh, wrote me a letter after saying, uh, I couldn't believe the change. Uh, I became invisible. People stopped seeing me. They stopped looking at me. Um, and to conduct a little experiment, she then started dyeing her hair again. And that dismissal and that lack of attention and focus 
went away. And she was once again regarded uh, more fully as a person uh, when her hair was uh, colored. Yeah. So, so this is, you know, I, I'm not against people at all trying to manage the consequences of living in an ageist society. What I am against is people going to war against their own self, you know, oh, right. den- know. denying the truth of their own self. That, that right. seems kind of scary to me. Yeah, I, I, I mean, and I agree. Let's talk about that, though, also from a mental, you know, from a mind, body, spirit point of view, you know, because, you know, we're not just talking about going to war from a physical point of view where, you know, what can I cut open today to make look better? Yeah, but what we tell ourselves is really insidious. I mean, it's just really crazy. And I'm not even sure. Maybe you can shine. Maybe you could shed some light on this. I'm not even sure at what age we start that dialogue. Oh, Are you? I'm sorry to tell you. So again, I'm a quirky person who's interested in aging. So that means I spend time a lot of time doing research on it. So. I got interested in attitudes toward aging among fashion models. Oh, okay? Yeah. So if, if you wouldn't, you probably, I'm guessing you don't spend time on fashion model websites and blogs, but there's a lot of them. Yeah. And if you read what, uh, they're mostly young women, some young men, but if you read what they're writing, they're talking about being tormented and and grieved over aging, signs of aging, when they reach 21. They're they're 21, 22, and they're looking at their face in the mirror and saying, I'm so old. Uh, And I'm like thinking to myself as I read this, you know, oh, you poor person, you know, you have a long way to go. And, you know, I, I, I... I want, as a person, being a compassionate person, I want to help that young man or woman feel at home in their own body and feel comfortable with the fact that when you're 21, you look 21. And when you're 71, you look 71. And that's pretty much it. Uh, And yet they they are part of a culture that is in uh, very deep denial, and it does a lot of damage to people. Oh, there's no question about it. We're going to take a short break here. Uh, You know, uh, Dr. Bill Thomas joining me. When we come back, we're going to talk about something that he says. He says, I want people to see, hear, feel, and connect to the power that arises from a second wind in life. Boy, I do too. But I would love to hear it from his fabulous, fabulous voice about what that looks like. What's possible? What is possible? Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. The Read of a Lifetime, Advanced Studies of the Human Aura by David Christopher Lewis, overflows with new vital revelations to enlighten your mind and transform your world. Learn to supercharge your aura with rainbow-colored radiance and magnetize your heart's highest desires. 
Advanced Studies of the Human Aura. It will change how you see yourself. Advanced Studies of the Human Aura by David Christopher Lewis. Order it today at davidclewisbook.org. Get insider knowledge about everything that is going on at Transformation Talk Radio. Go to transformationtalkradio.com and enter your email to receive our newsletter. Stay updated on new hosts, inspiring guests, and good news articles from around the world. We look forward to having you join our community. back of a Galeos dressing label, you'll see one taste and you're hooked for life. And you know what? That's the truth. I love this stuff. Try mixing the Caesar dressing with broccoli and sunflower seeds for a simple and delicious salad. Visit GaleosCafe.com and order your dressings online. That's G-A-L-E-O-S Cafe.com. how to achieve wellness in all areas of your life? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Signs of wellness are a capacity to love and ability to nurture, a sense of purpose, a good sense of humor and plenty of fun in your life, a concern for others and a respect for the environment, a conscious commitment to personal excellence, a sense of balance and integrated lifestyle, and capacity to cope with whatever life presents. Well, people enjoy their lives and want them to last as long as possible. That's why the wellness mindset usually accompanies other constructive healthy lifestyle habits. By adopting a wellness mindset and behaviors like eating well, taking the right nutrition for the body, exercising, and saying affirmations are just a few things to structure a healthy system of values and beliefs. Call us at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. For more about us, go to Facebook, The Dr. Pat Show, Twitter, The Dr. Pat Show, and go to thedrpatshow.com or transformationtalkradio.com. You know, it's great to have uh, Bill joining me here today. If you want to find out more about Bill and what he's doing, you can go to changingaging.org. It's a .org. And exploring life beyond adulthood. Check it out. Um, you know, one of the things, Bill, that I was reading that you said is I want people to see, hear, feel, connect to the power that arises from finding a second wind in life. Uh, and then you go on to talk about, you know, reimagine our lives, you know, our work, our community. And I kind of jokingly said to you, well, you know, I'm feeling like I had a second wind, a third wind, and I can't wait for my fourth wind. But it really is about creativity and imagining. And I would love for you to talk about this and how significant and important that is. Well, um, uh, this is uh, probably, in in my view, probably kind of the the main insight that I I gained when I was working on this book. You know, it's my eighth or ninth book, and uh, every book that you do, you know, brings these surprises. And this, what you're talking about right now, was, and that's why we named the book Second Wind. You know, it it was the biggest surprise uh, for me in researching the book. So. Uh, we are all familiar in our society with an equation that says 
uh, as we grow up, we trade away possibilities in return for competence. So when when you're a child and, you know, your uh, grandmother or older relative says, oh, you could be president of the United States, yeah. it's true. You could be. You're five years old. You could be president. Okay? Right. But as you go along, you start making changes that, that give away some of those possibilities. And what you get in return is the confidence to do something well, whatever, whatever that is. Everybody makes their own choice. You know, you're... You, you couldn't, maybe before you could have been president of the United States, but you spent six years studying French cooking, okay? And you're really good French chef, and you're not, you're never going to be president of the United States. <laughs> Just telling you, okay? But it's okay. We, we make these trades, and it's okay. Now, here's the problem. We move through adulthood. And we get to a point very often where we say, hey, wait a minute. I, I know I'm good at French cooking. That's really great. But what happened to my possibilities? Where'd they all go? And what I find is that the second wins that I talked about are those crazy, incredible, wonderful people who say, hey, wait a minute. I can trade away my competence and get possibilities in return. And, you know, uh, Dr. Pat, we were chatting, you know, off, off the air about, um, you know, you taking on the show, the challenge, and that nobody mm-hmm. would have thought you would have been a radio host. But guess what? You chose to uh, create this new possibility in your life, and it led you in a new direction. And, you know, maybe day one in the radio studio, maybe you weren't, experience. Maybe you had a lot to learn, but you embrace possibility. And that's an example I want to hold up, actually, for all, all our listeners, that um, whatever your age, there's always the possibility that you can flip the arrow and, and let go of some of your competence and take hold of new possibilities. And that's second wind in life. I love this conversation because, you know, um, I'm very, very fortunate to come from, a, um, a, you know, family of, of people that believe in possibilities. My grandfather was, you know, somebody that came to this country and, you know, spent his time growing herbs and painting, oil painting. I, and I remember that. Um, but it saddens me to think about, you know, how quickly, how quickly, uh, Bill, that we... We, how quickly we are willing to give up our, our dreams, our creativity, our imagination. Um, and I believe, you know, that we, uh, those narratives that we tell ourselves are few, fueled by a society that would say, you're going to get older, you're, you're going to have this kind of pain, you need to take this drug, you know, so forth and so on. You know, where, where does our aging population go for relief? Yeah, you know, um, that uh, society is set up really it's very well set up to help young people imagine and to help young people explore possibilities. And I actually think that's great. What we need to do is arrange society so that older people can reimagine, so that older people can explore new possibilities. So this this idea of growth and change 
should be a lifelong, a lifelong thing, not, not just something that's confined to one part of the life cycle. And uh, that's, I think if you look at people who uh, think about or talk about aging and so on, I think that's one thing that makes the point of view that I hold a little different yeah. than some other people in that um, I think aging is actually the time of rich, richest potential, the most possibility. And uh, I get frustrated sometimes because our, our society doesn't exactly see it that way. No, they don't. And, you know, we talk about this quite often in our lives about, you know, how we end up settling. And, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, this is the thing that I think bothers me more than anything. You know, when we feel like we've lost all hope, when we feel like there's no other place to turn. But, of course, the work that you're you're doing is is instilling a new level of hope in people. I've got one last question for you. I'd love to know, first of all, thank you. Thank you for the book. Thank you for your work. And thank you for doing what you do. Thank you so much. Um, I wanted to ask you if um, you had a personal message, if there was something that you would like to say to people, to all of our Mm. listeners, whether they're listening live or later on or a rebroadcast, what would Mm -hmm. your personal message be? Uh, Dr. Thomas? Uh, I, I, I think, for me, it seems really clear. Um, my, I would say three things really simply and really pretty quickly. One, slow down. You are moving too fast. Life is not a race that you want to win. You want to be able to enjoy the moments of your life, and you can't do it if you're going top speed all the time. Now, that's that's a bit of wisdom from old age that people of any age can use. Mm-hmm. Second, um, aging is a team sport. And to play it well, you've got to get connected. You've got to be part of a community. You've got to be in relationships with people you care about. It's a double tragedy when older people get disconnected from the world around them. They lose us. And even more importantly, we lose them. So uh, slow down, get connected. And the third thing is, I you, you talked about your your uh, you know, your grandfather. Yeah. And uh, you know, a guy who grows beautiful herbs and paints—that's a deep person. And uh, we should all strive for that kind of depth. Um, you know, it's the young people who get distracted by the razzle-dazzle and the flash uh, of life and the mm. glitter. Older people know better. And we can follow their example and really orient ourselves around the things that matter most. You know, love, family, tenderness, patience, forgiveness. These are the things that make a life worth living. Wow. Thank you so, so very much. Thank you for joining me here today. Thank you so much. Thank you for the book. Thank you for all the work that you do. It's really been an honor. Okay. We'll talk again someday. You bet we will. Thank you, Mr. Benny. Thank you, Taylor. Thanks to both of you for a fabulous bunch of hours of radio. And thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. We'll see you next time.
to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Transformation Talk Radio's amazing hosts span from the Pacific to the Atlantic coast with a world full of loyal fans. What's stopping you from joining our clan? Bring your powerful message to listening ears. We've been helping people do this for many years. Want to make a difference? We can help you out. Just give us at Transformation Talk Radio a shout. It's easy to get started with an email so small to host at TransformationTalkRadio.com and then we'll give you a call. Tired of traditional talk? People pontificating about this or that, the left or the right. Sometimes the truth is just all lost in the noise. Tune in each week to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, as nationally known guests talk about what's important to you, your life, your concerns, and your success. Tune in and turn on to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher. Visit ChuckGallagher.com for more information. Wondering how to play the game of life and actually win? Stop wondering and start winning the game of life with the unique, incomparable Lynn Brown. Lynn takes everyday aspects of life and infuses them with the magic of soul and passion to help others. She wants to help you next. Lynn offers a myriad of spiritual healing from chakra clearing, aura healing, to even corporate and business readings. Bring your game face and visit letter R, letter U, Intuit.com or call 844-LETTER-B-INTUIT. Listen to the Yo! Andrew News talk show every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. More info where to listen? www.yoandrewnts.com slash listen. Don't get your message lost in the mail. Email us with this address, yoandrew at yoandrewnts.com. How about tweet Yo! Andrew at andrewtweetgeo. Taking a picture is easy. Instagram us today at yoandrewnts. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. The Women and Wisdom Fall Festival is right around the corner. Join them at the North Seattle Community College Conference Center October 11th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free admission. Festivities include a silent auction, healers, educational booths, delicious food, and a variety of vendors. Don't miss this fun-filled event. For more information, visit womenofwisdom.org. That's womenofwisdom.org. See you there. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. 